0: Welcome to the Outer Realm with Michelle DeRoche
1: and Amelia Passano, airing live on the United Public Radio Network, 105.3 FM in New Orleans.
0: Good evening everyone. Welcome to the Outer Realm Wednesday night segment. We're broadcasting live on the United Public Radio Network, UFO, Paranormal Radio Network, 105.3 and 107.7 FM for the beautiful city of New Orleans. We are fully sponsored by the amazing people over at Folgers who have had the faith in us to basically be on our journey since the very start. So thank you, Folgers. We just could not do it without you, nor would we want to. Also, big thank you to Justin Snicker, a.k.a. Dr. Snick, the sonic surgeon, for his contribution of his time, his voice, and his music for the intro that you just heard. He's an award-winning composer of Halloween, horror, sci-fi, and dark wave electronic music, which can be found on all of your favorite music platforms. Also, big thank you to... Steve McGinnis, the artist behind all of our banners and logos here at the show. Check him out on Facebook and Instagram. Also specializes in the horror genre and, of course, does amazing commission pieces. There's, there's nothing he can't do. And I've seen his work and it's fabulous. So check him out indeed. Tonight, the Outer Realm is having an open mic segment, which means that you guys in the chat room are going to be a part of the show. We address your stories, your questions, your perspectives, and of course, share our own. Uh, But in order to do that, guys, you have to go to the regular streaming platforms. Hopefully, you know, go to our YouTube page. It's a little bit easier to have everybody in one spot and uh, hopefully we'll be able to get to everybody. It's going to be pretty laid back because, you know, Amelia's back. Yet. I'm so glad to be here. I missed <laughs>
1: Michelle. I missed all of you. I really yeah, missed yeah. Michelle's face. We talk
0: all the time, but like the face thing, you know. I know. It's been a while. It's been a while. Wayne okay. well, says you can't see us, so I don't know what his deal is. Um, it's there. Who said that? Wayne. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Hi, Wayne. I'm just checking trying. the crochet ET. I know I know, God. You know what? He's part of the show. He's one of the compadres.
1: <laughs> you never know. He might have a family coming. You just don't know.
0: Hi, uh, Jeannie. I know. I, I know. <laughs> okay. Oh my gosh. I'm just going to check. Thank you. Sure. I miss being here. Just to be sure, we are live, so
1: everybody can see us. So yeah, I mean, they're on YouTube. Show. Yep. Yeah. yeah.
0: That's right. I don't know. Ah, there we go.
1: Ruth oh, missed you. Thank you so much. <laughs> I had to be. I had to be there for Mini Bubbles. <laughs> Although she's not bubbles, she's grumpy. But. So.
0: <laughs> yeah so hey Tyler I oh know but it's, it's nice it's nice you know we're we're happy to have you whenever you can no, make it thank I you
1: and of course I love these open mics like these are my favorite shows I mean I love having guests and everything but when it's the two of us and the chat room yeah I love hearing the stories and their experiences like I just
0: it, it, I really enjoy it yeah it's nice i like it when it's laid back and people like you know everybody just jokes around everybody has a good time um and and people get really comfortable because you all get to know one another in Mm -hmm. the chat room as well so you get to bounce ideas around i see people will often answer questions for other people who may be waiting so i think it's really fantastic and uh Hmm?
1: Jeannie and I go back to Bobby. <laughs> Jeannie and I go way back to Bobby Brown. Yeah. But yeah, I love her.
0: Yeah. She's so always see yeah. it's nice. And I love the way everybody greets one another. And all right, Wayne, you found it.
1: Yay. <laughs> Yay, Wayne. So go, Wayne. <laughs> Not your birthday. Cool okay. Wayne. See, that's the bubbles they're used to.
0: There we go.
1: Usually it's in my driveway, but anyways, we'll do it here.
0: <laughs> Got to videotape that and send it. Oh my I, gosh. You Nobody know what? wants to see that. I, I realize how we are, hey, we're already in um, October. Spooky month, man. And I realized because we are already booking into January. Oh. And I was making a booking for January oh. today, and it's just oh, like I got the chills. Susan. Where is it going? Where is the time going? It's so you know? cold it's... in January. But I have to say, man, really, really great guests coming on, so I'm just really excited about it. So, in a way, I want to rush it because I want you guys Thank to you, check man. out our, our great guests. But in another way, it's like mm, patience, patience.
1: Oh my gosh! Because that means Christmas shopping. So let's look. Let's just get
0: into Halloween. I know. Oh no, no, no. I can't get that far ahead, man. That's just too much I for me. Know. But
1: <laughs> so. I'm not going to mention the craft store, but everybody knows who it is. Um because they don't
0: pay for this Did you mention that but... I posted on my Facebook today were kicking no. the tree cuz it was up there in the <gasps> video before it was Halloween. See, I
1: love Christmas <laughs> and I walked I into this store because I'm of course making yet another knit crocheted thing for my daughter. And I needed buttons and I needed some other stuff. And I walk in and I see Christmas all to the left of me. And I've got to tell you, because I am like, a no, Christmas no, person. No, Michelle's no. like.
0: <laughs> I know. No, no, no. Not before and Halloween. I'm like,
1: I'm like, la, 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 No, no, like no. See,
0: You embrace that after Halloween. Yeah. After and I said Halloween. to the
1: lady that works there, because of course they know me by a lot of yarn. I know. And but I, I went in there and I said.
0: It just makes me want to put my tree up. And she looks at me, she goes, Shh, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to do things like that before Halloween. Oh, it's let
1: just, me tell yeah. you something. My daughter's got her tree up in her office, Halloween.
0: <laughs> I like, Yeah, wow. okay, say Halloween. It's just Halloween, yeah. Halloween. But yes, along it's with, time for Halloween. Along with Halloween and along with October and, you know, the autumn and the solstice and, You know, the time changing is coming, and now of course, we're it's getting darker sooner. I love it, I love it as well. It's my favorite time of the year for many, many reasons. Like, I'm one of those people that could live someplace where it's dark most of the time. People go, What's wrong with you? Don't you like the sunlight? I'm like, Yeah, look at me.
1: (laughs) No, but yes, of course she likes the sunlight. She drives in it. You do like it, you like the vitamin, you like the energy. But it's not, it's not, the heat is not for you. You're an active person.
0: I have always preferred
1: dark. I I like dark. I like sun when I get on a plane and fly to a beach. But I do, autumn autumn is, I think everybody who's in this field loves the fall. I don't think there's anyone in this field that doesn't
0: love the fall. I just don't like the ridiculous heat of the summer. I do love, this is comfortable I love weather. The fall. I love when the leaves change. And I love when the energy changes.
1: Yeah, and it can still be sunny. And, you know, the, the foliage is all, like, golden and red and purple and blue. We have some yeah. amazing, beautiful foliage on the east coast of Canada that goes right into United States and Maine. And you've seen those photographs. Oh, I've is. shared them.
0: Yeah, they're I love it. gorgeous. The I Rockies, they have yeah. purple
1: and blue leaves. Like, yeah, it's just stunning. How can you not... I'm just not the person that can live in anything but four seasons. I really do enjoy it.
0: Yes. Thank you, Tamara. Yeah. I love it. (laughs) Hi, Tamara.
1: I love the fall. Autumn is my favorite time of year. When it can still be sunny, you go out, you grab yourself Folgers coffee, and you go for a walk, and you can... What happens when you
0: go for a walk? I know. I know. In the fall grounding and you just enjoy everything hang out with the elementals you know it's just I just love this time of year the energy does change and along with that (laughs) along with that um you know some people I still have to cut the grass that's why I'm laughing I know it's my husband's the same way he's like (laughs) I gotta come home earlier I'm Uh, cutting the grass in the dark I know you yeah, really don't have to. decided to join the party. Hi, Chris. How <laughs> yeah. are you? But how are you? This is the time of year where allegedly, you know, in, in, in our field of the paranormal, it's believed that the veil gets thinner and makes it easier for spirits to cross in between dimensions and realms. And people start having more experiences. And sometimes mm-hmm. you just make me questioning yourself and going, did I just hear something or did I just see something what's going on? Is it me or is something really going on? Or you get some people who are like, no, the house is settling. There's nothing going on. <laughs> so I don't know guys chime in. Do you guys, do you guys feel that energy changing? Do you, you know, if you have a haunted house, do you feel that things amp up more this time of year? Because when we had the manor, Wayne and I felt that, um, oh, but there was stuff going on there. Uh, it's all the time, <laughs> you knew October was coming before October knew it was coming. I know there was always something going on there, but I just find things did sort of um, act up a little bit more in the cooler months. And mm-hmm. I know in this, you know, when I've worked with with people who've contacted me, even in the summer months, like all of a sudden things amp up. And I'm like, well, just turn the air conditioner off in the house for a while. Because that cold, dry, crispy air apparently makes it a little easier for things to move around. Maybe like the rest of us, they feel weighed down and tired and sluggish when it's hot and humid. I don't know. But, you know, they would experiment with the temperature and find that... Things did act up a little bit when the the air dried out a little bit and there's it got more, colder. Well, there's electric currents in the air. Exactly. Yeah, static electricity. It's still we are energy, right? So you have that static energy in the air. It would make sense. Things oh, yeah. could move around.
1: How many times when you're putting gas in your in your vehicle in the winter, you get zapped? Like they mm-hmm. tell you to touch the vehicle first because you can actually. Right. Blow yourself off. Well, that was pleasant. True, I know. <laughs> <truly>. I know. <laughs> you
0: can
1: always That's
0: count on me for the, me for the killer, the, and the kill, and the gore. <laughs> Tamaris, go ahead. You want to catch it? I'm <laughs> sure you <laughs> she, Now she's, she's got it. Yeah. Now her side kicks
1: here, and she's like, hey. "It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. i I've, I've just okay." Tamara says, "I think you get more activity in the fall and spring due to weather and storms."
0: I would agree. Yes. Yeah.
1: Any storms, but you do have some wicked. But, but like B-U-T-T, because I don't want to see the other, storms <laughs> in the fall.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, like, yeah.
1: Like, Andre and Lightly, you get a storm in the fall here, especially in the southern part of the province. And it really kicks up a hell of a lot of activity in the wind.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, let, that static charge, even from yeah. lightning and, and so on, right? So, I believe that for sure. Chris Phoenix. Hi, Chris. Chris says, if you're in tune with
1: Earth energy, you can tell the differences when the seasons change. It's a subtle shift, but you can feel it. I agree. It's subtle
0: for some people. Some of us feel it like, well, you know, when that, yeah, it's pretty, pretty major for us. Like (laughs) I said last night with energy. (laughs) Yes. It was a changing.
1: It's funny that every single one of us had trouble sleeping though. Everybody. And I don't even live in the house. But <laughs> <So. laughs> well, that's my connection with Michelle. Um, Sun Dragon, love it, love that name. Oh, yes, my back hallway is like Trans-Canada Highway for spiritual passerbys. Maybe it's because I keep the heat off till near Christmas, like Michelle is speaking of. Exactly. How do you keep the heat off?
0: <laughs> don't need heat unless, it, sometimes unless it's sometimes you're like
1: in it BC. I don't morning, know how you can you do know? that because you can't keep the heat off in Alberta. I could tell you that.
0: Where, or, I don't know. or Montana. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know.
1: Ooh, but where? I'll tell you,
0: like growing up, because I have you know, I've, I've, I have spoken to my experiences on interviews and, and, and for the first time told the whole story on my paranormal nightmare. So I'm not going to get into the whole darn story, but, um, I would find even back then, like in hindsight, it would act up more in in this time of the year. And we were surrounded. Like we were in a valley with a large lake and we had all kinds of mountains behind us and forest and everything just seemed to be excited cuz it wasn't being beat down by the heat <laughs> but yeah. everything everything the energy even in the forest itself um would would just amp up it wasn't even so much just paranormal the stuff forest. it was yeah. just life on average nature yeah exactly animals so grab a, <laughs> grab a, and, a
1: and a kitty bubbles i yes. sneeze like mad when I have cats and, and cats love me, which is really funny. Right. But, yeah. Kitty. I have a old dog here. I don't know where he went, but he's blind. I grab him.
0: <laughs> uh, this is a yeah.
1: yeah. Tamara says, I find elementals are more active in the fall. I believe so. I believe, you know, they have They're to forest
0: be- forest. Yeah. dwellers.
1: Yeah, and like right. bears, they kind of have to hibernate. Mind and- you,
0: we've seen them kind of misbehave a lot of times. But um, I think that, um, I, I don't know, I think it's strange because if you're looking at the autumn time, so the solstices, things get put to bed when you're looking at ancient folklore, right? You start turning up your gardens, getting everything ready, putting everything to bed for the spring, Right, you're supposed to hunker down. (laughs) You know, reap the rest of your gardens, (laughs) rip them out, take all the weeds out, take all feed the the soil for the winter. Right? So, isn't it funny that we go through this whole process, yet in the end, we end up amping up. We amp up. Energy picks up. It just gets more active. It just gets animals get friskier, You know, you see the skunks out around this like this area. There's like all kinds of them. They're all excited. They're all out there. Like, don't the you guys kind of like go into hibernation mode? Like what's wrong with you? Yeah. Few, but no, it, it, you know, squirrels are getting lively. Everybody's getting ready to hunker down for the winter, but yet they're all, they're all like excited. So it would stand yeah. to reason for me that spirits would as well. I mean, I suppose if we're getting, you know, into locations that are really ancient, and you're and you're mm. going back to people who, who did follow the different solstices because there weren't watches back then, right? So they would just follow the stars and follow the seasons. Um, that's how my dad
1: gardened even to the end, and that's the this last decade he still did it that way.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yes. So I don't know. Um, Anybody got some tales they want to share with us?
1: Ruth has ten cats and a dog. You can just cuddle right under those Ruth,
0: if you It's like an Insta blanket. That is so sweet. <laughs> her know. daughter
1: rescued a mama and her six kittens. Bless her. that's wonderful. This is like an Insta blanket. Yes.
0: Like all these yes. Get in there, I know. Yeah, until I they know. start, you know. I know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but a lot.
0: Hi, Brian. Hey, Brian but along with all of that and things amping up, it's a time of year where people who are interested in the paranormal and, you know, things of that nature want, they start going out and they really want to have that experience. Now I remember doing a lot of events, you know, semi-retired now I have, just no real urge to do them. I've been saying no, but thank you. Um, ghost walks things like that i've just it it was a lot of fun and this was a time of year where people would come out in droves and i still get messages i I got a long one tonight actually where people are at that point where they're like we're trying to find places to go you know know, we want to do some investigating but we don't know where to go we don't know what to do need to heed caution as well though Well, that's just it. But See, at one time, because I know I I used to do all kinds of them, October was always a blur for me because I I, literally I would book up a year ahead for October and whether it would be speaking engagements, whether it would be large events, ghost tours, um, you know, it didn't matter. People came out in droves. Yeah, I, I remember a ghost walk one night. Honestly, we had like like almost two hundred plus people there, I'm like, uh, you know, I used to do the events at Casaloma. Same idea, they capped it at like 150, and they, I mean, these would get full. Every that's a lot. Night. They kept adding dates. That's a lot of is A lot. I know
1: because it's hard to.
0: It's hard. Oh no, I, I had I had a big staff. Yeah, because <laughs> that's I, I just tough. kept bringing people on, and and um, you know they kept adding. Days, yeah. but it shows you there's there's a need.
1: You know what? I I really believe just as you do because we've had this conversation where things are always happening. We just notice more when it's quiet. Well, the mm-hmm. fall is quiet. There's less people out. There's less people running around. There's less outdoor parties. There's they're saving no it for
0: nighttime at an event. <laughs>
1: Yes. And people are not out there. So when you're walking in the park, there's very few people. So you notice a lot more happening. That could have been something that was happening before, but subtly. So between less energy in the air and more people around, you didn't notice it. But now you're out in a park or... Mm -hmm. Um, you know, a, a place where there's been a war like Gettysburg or Casa or historical mm-hmm. place, you're going to feel it because there's mm-hmm. no intrusion. And that amped up energy well, is it, a beautiful cocktail for with, a great experience.
0: I agree with you because... Yeah.
1: We, That's what I know, said when people, I started. I said, we agree on this. That's true. <laughs> I know
0: we, I, we, we agree on most we things. We always do. But, but I think that people, we can't help it. We come with baggage. Our lives are busy. You know, sometimes you're juggling a family, you're juggling a job, you're juggling kids got soccer, you know, got to work, got two jobs, maybe have to do groceries. Like there's always something homework. We just absorb whatever energy we can, we can find. Like sometimes you just, you go out then you just suck it in. You can't help it. And it doesn't make us bad people. It's just some people no. can't help it.
1: Yeah, you know, you're not, a, you're not aware of it. No. Yeah,
0: you don't ground you. You just, you know. But with that being said, things can also come back onto you that way, also. So I think what Amelia is saying, is as as eloquently as possible, is that when we all stay home, <laughs> the spirits <laughs> come out, and yep. because they're not getting. Like we're not sucking the life out of that that energy. I think sometimes in these large events, because I've seen it happen, you know, I've I've done events where I've been invited to go in and not to be a speaker, but just to yeah. participate. And things go very, very quiet. And people are like, well, we're not getting anything because I think mm-hmm. there's just too many people. Yeah. Right?
1: I believe that. I believe it's too much for sometimes the it depends on what is there is it a human entity is it demonic would just like feed off of that mm-hmm. and find a way to play with it but
0: well negative things have more energy i believe yeah. than a human spirit let's say absolutely you know um this is a really good point if you want to take this one amelia yes
1: i will thank you tamara so after i think after the C the word. C word. <laughs> more people have become more interested in the paranormal because they had the time to notice the weird things in their life. That and sourdough bread. Like, yes. <laughs> no, that was like the craziest, weirdest thing. But anyways. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I think they were watching a lot of television and they were watching. I mean, there was a ton of streaming going on and it, there became this huge interest in it. And then their home. Mm hmm. So all of a sudden when you put that glass down and you come back and it's not there, right? You know it's because true. not a lot of time has passed that something moved that.
0: And sometimes it is, it's very, very subtle. It's yeah. like that's a perfect example. That's the one I often well, it's the one
1: use. you use. That's why I just yeah, it. Yeah,
0: no, but it's but it's a good one because it goes to show you we really are busy in our lives. And yeah. if that glass isn't where you left it, or even if it's moved a few inches, would you notice enough to say? That glass has moved, or would you just say to yourself, "Oh yeah, yeah, all right, I left the glass there this morning. I didn't put it away." Most people, myself included, and and I've been I've been doing this a long time. I would just go, "Oh yeah, right, I left the glass there." I would not necessarily notice that it has moved. So maybe it is just about paying more attention to detail. And if you're forced to 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 live with yourself. nothing else to do you're, you're very you pretty much know
1: can yeah. I share something yeah um I notice that 10 o'clock at night in the summer mm-hmm. and 10 o'clock at night in the fall feels different when How I'm so? walking back and forth to my car and it's not it's How not so? the, it's is not it not your the mindset
0: is it your nerves is it what is no, it? It's, I it.
1: pick up that energy right away where in the summer I don't pick it up as much. Right, But in the cold air, it's like right away, the hair on the back of my neck and I'm boom, like I'm, I'm in tune with it right away and I can feel
0: mm. that I'm being
1: watched. Where if I'm outside at 10 o'clock at night in the summer, I don't feel the same way. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Wayne. I mean, your charge was unplugged several days in a row. It's not Wayne who's causing this nonsense. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I'll leave that one right there.
1: Uh, he's settling down. Good. He just walked uh, by my foot.
0: You're very sensitive to energies, obviously. So <laughs> I think you are going to notice even the most subtle.
1: Yeah. but it, It's so funny how there's such a big difference between fall and summer at mm-hmm. the same time of night. It's right. just very in your face. So right. if you look for it, I guarantee you, you're going to feel it.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I agree with you. and But do you think some of it, I mean, we're trained. I think we've trained ourselves to become, anybody who's really intuitive, you know, it's instinctive. It, it's like second nature. And, and it, it really is like that for many of us, but some some people just don't or couldn't be bothered. But do you yeah. think some of it is that? instinct of natural fear of the darkness so they're just they just feel like there's something there or maybe they're just more aware that there's something there
1: maybe for other people i like the i know
0: i (laughs) could
1: i could walk through a cemetery at night and not flinch
0: by myself. i've done
1: it i i don't Mm -hmm. i don't feel it but i think it's also because when i do hear or see something i speak to it i address it i you know what i mean so i don't feel it it feels normal for me but mm-hmm. I think with the mindset of the fall and the horror movies and Halloween, mm-hmm. yeah, it could be, it could be right. something that you're imagining. I'm not, you know, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean it's happening. I just believe that it's more likely to happen at this time because you are aware mm-hmm. that it's possible and that mindset is set that, yes, it's going to happen. So you're going to be like wide open, take it all in.
0: Mm-hmm so yeah that makes
1: sense i don't know see michelle's the person that understands me so i know
0: it's a hand movement i understand it i (laughs) want to come back to poor wayne here
1: yes
0: so this has happened a few times in the house where my charger get my phone charger gets like it's an external charger that gets unplugged and i go to grab it and it's not charged and i'm like did you just unplug the charger? And he looks at me with a fear of God and he says, why would I do that? <laughs> because you're crazy <laughs> or something. <laughs> you have a death wish. I don't know exactly why, but you're the, pretty much the only one that knows it's there. And he's like, I wouldn't just go unplug your charger. I'm like, Okay. <laughs> but he doesn't
1: <laughs> things like things like that get noticed.
0: I know I don't yes. I don't unplug it. He doesn't unplug it. So it's just sort of like are we projecting energy
1: <laughs> or did something move it?
0: Right?
1: Yeah. Or something exactly.
0: Someone. Exactly. Yeah. So
1: th- well, how know- do you explain all my appliances? I do
0: break more appliances in the fall and winter than I do in the summer. So so then let's explore that. So, is it that our energy also changes? Well,
1: I know that if I go into the grocery store in the winter and I, I could be walking through the grocery store for 20 minutes and then touch that freezer door and I get the shock of my freaking life right. like electrocuted.
0: They that get happens that the to cart. me. Oh, it's <laughs> yeah. awful. I know. It's
1: awful. But and that's it's,
0: static. There's just more static in the air. That's
1: what I'm saying. I believe that has a lot to do with the transference of that with you mm-hmm. together combined mm-hmm. and if you pk that's even freaking worse
0: <laughs> it's just it's just worse, worse. <laughs> <laughs> i know so projection yeah. of energy so let's talk about projection of energy then psychokinesis um we, we've mentioned it before and projection of energy is quite common so if our energy changes or maybe because there is more static in the air you know as it gets colder and drier is it easier for us to project energy Hmm. i believe so well for you (laughs) you zap things year round i break things all the
1: time but worse it's worse maybe because i realize that i'm buying it because i've replaced things around or after christmas Mm -hmm. like how many toaster ovens have i gone through since i've known you Know. You know, like, and it's always right after Christmas. I'm I going, know. damn it. Like I had, like, this is ridiculous, but
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, I couldn't locate my chainsaw wrench this morning. <laughs> so it must've been Michelle going into the garage and moving it. Yes. I mean, what other
0: explanation could there be? from my bed? Person, sure. It's the same
1: person that, that moved, unplugged the charger.
0: Yeah, That's right. Because let me tell yeah. you something. This guy's up at the crack of dawn. I'm like not even a thought in my freaking head at that hour. So you were oh. on your own with that one, Mister. Where
1: said I need a ground wire attached to me or to my appliance. <laughs> Maybe
0: just wear a copper bracelets or something, Bubbles. It
1: doesn't that conduct? Energy?
0: I but but it grounds as well. Because if, okay. if you think about it, when you're installing a light, you have your copper grounding wire.
1: Does Rose Gold count? No.
0: <laughs> Maybe. I'll try it. I will Get try it I'll, tr- I'll <laughs> try it.
1: Yeah.
0: Gosh, I'll try I'll it. I'll buy you one now. <laughs> oh my gosh.
1: Already, proper you know, rosary. It's those uh deal days on that particular website. Um, but, yeah.
0: Let's let's try that. Thank you, Tamara. Let's sidetrack for a minute into something that's in the news with with um the, the Zach Bagan's purchase oh do you want to take it take it bubbles take it (laughs) take it bubbles take it (laughs) yeah i'm a
1: little perturbed because i wanted to buy this (laughs) just a little bit
0: okay so explain to everybody that because this is like pretty this in the paranormal world this is like news
1: this is huge it it did make tmz but they didn't they they only referred to who sold it on their website, not in the clip. Right. I know how they work. My daughter was a commentator on TMZ for three or four right. years and and uh, really well liked there. So anyways, I know how they work. But Bagans is a big deal in the paranormal field. And that's how he made it on TMZ. I can guarantee Love you, him or
0: hate him. That's it. I can,
1: I can guarantee <laughs> you anyone else bought this box in the paranormal world, it would not have hit the entertainment pop culture. Right. Uh, television no it never would have happened
0: okay well so anyways
1: so- he purchased what is the sick call box and the and the um diary the oh the diary is, is a separate purchase but he he purchased first the um the right box the last right that was box. the last rights yes okay. and it's also a sick call box that's open up and you can see the photographs if you google search it he bought this from Christopher St. Booth. Um, Christopher has had it for a long time. This was used by the priest that exorcised Annalise Mikkel, who is the exorcism of Emily Rose. The film is based on. Right. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, know. I don't know who just. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Pat. Pat. No, that's why when you said like a hobbit, okay, I get that's it. That's right. I get it. I like, get it. Yeah.
0: Baggins. Begins. Biggins. Baggins. baggins,
1: baggins. Uh, yeah, he and he pronounces his name Baggins. baggins I used baggins. to call it baggins. I will be with you on that one. So Zach bought this and he also bought the diary that was the diary belonged to the exorcist boy. Now, anyone who understands the exorcist as not the film on television, right. but the That's documentary right. man. Yeah. that the Booth brothers produced and directed and Bishop James Long, a dear friend of ours was also on that. Chip Coffee was on that. Um, they went in to exorcise the house afterwards. It was a young boy and he kept a diary. Well, Chris St. Booth had possession of this diary and he sold both items to Zach Baggins. I'm a little upset because I wanted the Annalise box like years ago because mm-hmm. he, I bought a few off of him at mm-hmm. auction. Chris will auction off things from Waverly Hills and, and stuff like that. So, anyways, no, it, yeah, it wasn't a girl. It was a young boy. I think right. he changed a lot of the story to protect the boy. And he did not have recollection of it afterwards, which is quite common after on for an exorcism. And
0: weeks too, by the way. Yeah. yeah,
1: which isn't common. It's usually a lot longer. Like Emily Rose, too. The story it, it's done in a few months, and it, it wasn't like that. Um, no, that's why we always recommend the film The Right, which right. we'll talk about later. But, anyways, um, I, yeah, he he purchased it for his museum, and I'm angry because I tried to buy it. So, that's-
0: I know he and I had. Started I actually against each wanted other to- for a cauldron one time at a oh, museum. well, I, I, went, I wanted, I wanted know, to buy it, and I would
1: have—I would have given it to Michelle because I know that it would have been safe there. I think uh. my family would have been freaked out to have it here, but I wanted <laughs> it a long time ago. I've—I've ma- I've made several offers to him, and I can show you, Chaz, Chris, please. Like, yeah, no, I can't give it up, Amelia. It's—it's it's just I have to keep it. I'm like, okay. Well, yes, Bishop James is the, is the real deal. I he's took been a, on the show, yeah, a couple of yeah, times. Yeah,
0: I took right? a demonology he's course a from deal. him. Yeah. Maybe, you know, maybe he should have blessed everything.
1: Um, yeah, it wasn't him who blessed it. Um, it was,
0: I don't another, know, another, another
1: bishop. bishop, but there's right. controversy with that too, so I won't speak of it because yeah. I don't want to get sued. Yeah. But anyways. But,
0: but do you think while we're on this and this is big news <clears throat> when you have relics of this nature because we're not talking a typical museum I do believe that some things are better off in a museum I I you know donated a collection that I had you know to someone who I felt yes. would do the right thing with it and but the thing is, is I donated it I didn't, I, I didn't, that's what I, didn't I wanted
1: it. to do yeah I
0: donated it and because I know this collection is in the perfect hands, and it will it will do what it's supposed to do, or wherever the cards may lay. It's a responsibility <clears throat> That's what I choose to do. So, do you feel because this is not that type of a museum? This is a type of a museum where people can go and see all these things, but it's also designed to freak you out. Yeah,
1: I honestly you think it's in the right place. Uh no. And I've never been around the box other than in photographs. And mm-hmm. I personally, as someone who owns the the call the sick call box that the priests used to use, yeah, I've had candles. one as well. Yeah. yeah, like someone who owns them, I don't feel anything off of them but really good energy. Because you have to remember, these are things that were used in prayer and for good. So, mm-hmm. do we? He never said. It's haunted. And I would imagine that if you follow the the Catholic religion, the Roman Catholic religion, religion sorry, as she did, and she mm-hmm. was devout and she was touched by stigmata, that her soul and her energy would not be anywhere near that box. I,
0: I would agree with you.
1: And neither yeah. would anything that was exorcised from her, which was legion, because it was removed from her and she died from it. So mm-hmm. it's it's controversial and I love Chris St. Booth. He's a good friend. We've had him on the show several times, but I need more. I, I'm not saying that Chris is saying the story because he's not. I want to see what Zach is going to say about this.
0: Yes. Well, I mean, you have to understand that it's a collection, you know, extraordinary.
1: Well, collection. obviously. Yeah. And,
0: and you know, our I think, I think he's, do you, made a I feel lot that reasons, they may, you know? well, do you feel it might be exploited?
1: I'm well, it absolutely just was because nobody even knew that Christopher had it. Right. How many people knew that Chris had it? He didn't talk about it. What? He talked about it a few times in his auctions, but he never put it up for auction. Mm. Never, never, ever, ever. And it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful Why do you think box. he would let it
0: go? Because
1: sometimes I think he felt that's what it should be is in a museum. I think he was very excited for that. Um, I would you would have to ask him. I,
0: yeah, I, because sometimes I feel you know I I am a collector of many extraordinary pieces, but I also feel that I am a guardian of those pieces. You know, I I own uh, human skulls. One is you know six hundred and fifty years old, and to me, I am. You know, it came to my possession because, you know, a friend who deals in this sort of thing says, I think this belongs with you because I'm a caretaker, you know? Yeah. And yeah. I feel as though I know this individual will be safe and there's nothing attached to it. Just so you know, when I it's say respect. individual, because it really is, it came with all kinds of paperwork. It came, you know, it was fully documented. My pieces are, are documented. And um, you know, I feel like a caretaker, and even when I doted, donated the other collection, it was—I knew it was going to another caretaker, someone who understood the historical value. The any, monetary value was there and not spoken of because it—it's yeah, it's
1: priceless, really. It
0: is, and it's about integrity.
1: It's integrity and it and its responsibility. Um, I don't know what, how this was purchased or how much it was, pur- they didn't, I didn't read the article on, on the site, right, on the TMZ right. website. Right. Um, <laughs> you know, if I wanted more, I could easily just, you know, contact a certain Mr. <laughs> Mr. Right, Lavin, right. But I, I don't, I don't want to intrude on that. Right. I think I always question Zach on Mm -hmm. anything that he purchases. The fact that he went to touch Annabelle, the fact that it was brought (laughs) to his museum is something that please, um, no offense to the family that cares for this piece, this thing. I just feel like it shouldn't leave there was a reason why Ed and Lorraine Warren put it behind glass in a room, separate and locked away from the house, and have it blessed. Oh, now, there's have
0: some... met Annabelle. <laughs> I know you have, and oh, yeah, there's t- controversy. T- t- Tony, the family was so gracious with She's me. They were just amazing. wonderful
1: people, and nothing, yes. nothing yes. to offend them. And I, I know he like was the
0: royalty. Upset. They're wonderful people.
1: I know Tony was upset that he had gone yes. to the doll. I do know that. Yeah. I I believe that. He did it out of the greatest intention, but I'm still the old school and Lorraine locked it up for a reason. Now there's controversy in one of the films. They say, oh, we we have it blessed once a month. On the other film, that's Annabelle. They say it's blessed twice a month. Well, mm-hmm. whatever it is, it's blessed well, and it's I knew,
0: close. I knew. Would you
1: I, want to be on that plane knowing I that I was actually is on the told, plane?
0: When I was at Lorraine's, I was told that um, it was blessed every morning for a while
1: i believe she did that that, but they brought ed Ed had made
0: arrangements yeah for for it to be blessed the the museum to be blessed every morning not just the the doll you know arrangements were made it was taken very seriously um i think especially when you have somebody who who just like I, i always say toddler because i gotta touch it like don't touch the stove. It's hot. Mm, I got to touch it anyway. Nice, and they go on there and they touch it and they get burned and go, Oh, you know, so, I know.
1: And it's <laughs> tough. With like- Zach. It's tough was that I would love to sit across from him and have a conversation with him. Well, he's a
0: brilliant businessman, clearly. Oh, he is he, he ever?
1: Sure. He's, he's really... He's, I mean, love
0: him is. or hate him, the guy's got it going on.
1: <laughs> I And I've said so many times that he has evolved and grown in this field. And you of can course. see it from the beginning when he began and of how course. he used to go up against everything and challenge and provoke. And he's changed so much. Yes. And I'm sure it's about the experience, right? Yes. I said, hi, Samantha, in case you didn't hear me, my niece. <laughs> and, you know, like I just... I'm, I'm just, when it comes to him and this museum, I'm just, you know, me, the crime side always has the skepticism in it. It always has to look at every angle of it. It's not, it's not just, Hey, he bought this. It's Mm -hmm. a great, I wanted it, but I didn't want it in my home, but I knew that (laughs) it is a beautiful call box. But what we don't know and I would like to know is where else was it used? because priests would have their own boxes back then you don't right. use a box now you'll see them come with know, like a little that, pouch that,
0: and they they come they don't to feel the that they would have used it again after going through such a horrific ordeal with Annalise. I, well
1: he never he never practiced his priesthood after that okay, anyway so, so yeah it so, would make so sense that they didn't just, use it yeah. but how did it get here right because he was so adamant and protective of anything that was involved i mean it wasn't even him who told the story he asked the attorney the defense attorney to tell the story who gave it to a friend who was an Mm -hmm. author who wrote the book based on his account because if you've seen the story the film it says i don't care if i'm in jail he never cared to be out of jail or what happened to him all that mattered was that her story was told That's right. She had to it had to mean Oh no way.
0: <laughs> ooh, Are you ooh. there?
1: I lost power.
0: Were you still kicking?
1: <laughs> I think the dog <laughs> hit something. Oh dun, no, dun, it's uh, re- it's rebooting.
0: Okay. So- <laughs> oh i see this little face in the dark are you kidding me where's the did he touch anything no okay i'm gonna i'm gonna take your mic off just click your mic or your um your camera off and and Go back and set it. Okay, there we go. Sorry. No, that's okay. We're still there. I'm (laughs) just
1: like, what the heck? No, it's everything came back up, but I just have to turn my light on.
0: Okay. So I'm gonna get this while you're doing that. So Chris says, I don't connect Hollywood movies with real life and Lorraine did real work. And movies are just that movies. Yes. I mean I've I've been to Lorraine's, I've been to the museum. Um, like I said, just I was treated like royalty, they just like a million bucks. They put in a really good event, they took all the necessary precautions. You you couldn't just go in there touching everything you wanted. That's not how it worked. When it comes to movies, it is. They are just that. You don't have that sort of creative control. You you give a story. And as if the stories aren't terrifying enough, <laughs> Hollywood decides, oh, let's throw some zing in it and see yes. what else we can do. When I speak of
1: Annalise Mik- Mikkel, I'm speaking of her actual story. Her A lot of her story was accurate in that Look film. Look for the Chris.
0: documentaries.
1: The documentary is the way to go. Um, yeah. There's footage on her different exorcisms and different yes. types of rights that they did. I'm speaking on... on someone who researched it, not just the movie. I use the film as a reference because people are familiar with it. Right. But um, I just would like to know he did this exorcism. So he was obviously approved by the Vatican, which we do know because mm-hmm. it was in Germany. It was probably a lot easier for him to get approval. And it was way back. It wasn't in the recent last 25 years. This was way back. Mm-hmm. So I have to wonder how many exorcisms he performed using that box because she wasn't his first
0: right right you don't
1: send a a priest to do an exorcism on a young woman and give approval by the vatican by himself if it's his first one it wouldn't have been him he would have just been he would have just been in the circle. Of who they have and what you don't see is that there's doctors there. Sometimes they have paramedics on on site. They they will have mm-hmm. legal representation. Um, there's a lot too, yes. an exorcism, and yes. he would also have other priests with him. Mm-hmm. So that's those are, pieces that are missing from the straight in the movie, but not when you research it.
0: Right. So
1: I would like to know where else. And whom else did he use that
0: on? Right. Because it's not just Is it a build, basically? It's just
1: because she was the big story. Let's take it
0: a step further, Amelia, before we get to Tamara. So if he was doing other exorcisms and he was using the box, do you think... I mean, it's possible that somebody could have attached to the box or did in doing the blessing or last rites, did it draw something energy to the box? And would that well, be carried yeah, over to the, to the next? Absolutely. The next because
1: yeah. when an exorcism so happens and when an exorcism happens, Michelle knows this more better than I do. That priest was chosen long before he was brought there. Yeah. You are chosen to go mm-hmm. up against they pick who they go up against don't kid yourself yeah there's a reason why we use the word target um and, sometimes, and we'll, we'll, we'll and, talk
0: about malachi martin in a minute yes, also yes. let's let's we'll, we'll talk about that if can we yeah. maybe get to uh tamara's question
1: sure um i just oh i already forgot it's okay yeah.
0: um, <laughs> <laughs> got it yeah okay it's
1: you know two days after thanksgiving i'm dying here
0: okay we'll answer <laughs> Hi, some Jonathan. questions here happy
1: you, spooky so. month um Tamara says my concerns with the object zach bought is what is what precautions is he taking to protect people seeing this object seeing any of the objects i agree with you i'd like to know what kind of protection i've never been there i bet you could probably go on his site and see how things are set up he's probably got a lot of photographs i've never been there there must be a gallery of some sort on
0: there Um, but well he does have hmm. things like the divot box which is under glass A lot of these things are under glass or behind glass. So you get to walk in the room, but you don't get to handle it. You don't get to see it like, like firsthand, everything. Some things are the whole room is behind glass. You just get to look through this into the room and and see what's there.
1: You don't think that it's a little, um, (laughs) this is where he's a brilliant businessman. He didn't announce it until this weekend. Right. It's October.
0: And how how long did he have it?
1: I don't know. We don't know. Yeah,
0: yeah. So
1: it'd be interesting. I would imagine that took some time, being yes. as he's in Vegas and Chris is not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I would imagine that took some time. And, yes. um, you know, we would only know if we brought Chris on and, and grilled him. But I don't know if he can talk about everything either. Well, I have to not, read the he article. May not
0: be, yeah, he may we not. shared
1: a lot on his Facebook he right. shared a lot in the post, but I didn't have time to, right. to read it. Right. I didn't have, I didn't want to be another comment on there. I wanted to message him mm-hmm. separately to congratulate him. But mm-hmm. yeah, I, I just hope it's the right thing. Um, I know Chris, it's a great intention. I just, I don't know Zach personally, so I don't. Right. Right. I just question why he has such an attraction to so many of these pieces because he's building this museum for people to see these things. Right. Ed and Lorraine were taking these things. John office has his own museum. Yeah, it was all people, about protection. People
0: still pay to go in and see these things. I know, you know but, but they were just different. much smaller scale, right? They didn't nothing have, is small in Vegas.
1: No, nothing but, is small. You know, but they had Vegas, no. Ed and Lorraine and John office. It was a different it was a different intention. It was about protecting the people from these items and mm-hmm. keeping them locked down so no one else got hurt. John's office did the same thing. He would put mm-hmm. everything under
0: glass. He had a show.
1: Haunted Every, everything was
0: under glass. and. Yeah. You know, so glass, yeah. So I, I mean, I understand there's a lot of these things that are under glass at the museum. I'm sure you could do a virtual quick tour with some of the things. I mean, I think so. is filmed at the museum, and you see it for what it is. I don't um, think he
1: would let it anywhere near where anyone could touch it. Not because, not because it's haunted, but because it's probably it. insured, exactly. and he's not going to want anybody to to damage it. No,
0: exactly, anything.
1: it's Next. worth a lot more money in his museum than it is at his home.
0: All right, next question.
1: Ah, uh, yes. Kat, hello, beauty. Have either of you or both of you seen an exorcism performed? So what was it like? What was the energy like?
0: No. Yes, not a Catholic one, though. Um, I've worked with a lot of deliverance uh, ministers, um, things like that. The Catholics, you, have elish, you unless in. you're trained, yeah, you just don't get to go in. And no. I could tell you the energy was very intense. <laughs> I have seen crazy things happen, even in situations where I'm the only one there and I'm just gathering information and documenting it in order to go to that next step of having somebody come in and, and do the work. Um, because I'm not a deliverance minister. Like I, I would go in, I would document, I would ask for psychological or psychiatric assessments, things like that. And I've seen crazy things even crazy things that people have done to themselves in front of me and um i yeah it's it's insane you feel the energy i got to a point where i did not have to when i i don't have to ask or go into a place to investigate it if somebody i haven't realistically Millie and i started doing that a little bit well then
1: the c thing happened yeah yeah
0: but realistically I stopped doing official investigations a really long time ago. So I know what to ask. I've been doing this for almost 20 years. I know what to ask. I can pick up on what I'm feeling like I know, you know, just in how someone is speaking to me, whether it's in an email or over the phone, I already have a pretty good inkling as to what's going on. And You don't need to go in there and, and, and aggravate, aggravate things. You just don't. I think after a while you build enough of a name for yourself where if you are working with deliverance ministers, I mean, I, I worked with a great um, Christian team because the family I was dealing with for over a year was born again Christian and her husband was Muslim at the time. So I was working with two different faiths and so much was going on in that house so much. I mean, I would watch people getting like stepped into, I saw, I watched a four year old <sighs> boy get stepped into yeah. and that was I mean, that was insane, you know, but, and that I was able to pull, You know, just pull from him. Didn't mean I I didn't pull it from the house. Yeah. But but then watched him miraculously look at me and go, Oh, hi, Michelle, what are you doing here? Just thought I'd come and see you and give you a little hug. And, you know,
1: she's stronger and more experienced. I think I would, that thing would just suck me right in. I think it would (laughs) just come right through me because I'm just so, you know, it's different. It's hard. It's harder for me.
0: It's very different. And I waited um, almost, nine and a half ten months for this team to come in they traveled world performing their version of exorcisms and i'll tell you two houses got infected um by this one specific entity these yep. two people came in and started speaking in tongues now i've never seen that in my life and i'm kind of like going. I didn't know how to react. Like in
1: real life, and yeah. They, that's They scary. told
0: me that they're like, okay, you you know, try not to laugh because it's gonna be like nothing you've ever heard, and I'm just gonna be like, okay. And honestly, it took me everything because I'm going. It sounded like gibberish. It's mm-hmm. it what it sounded like. I'm like, how do you know what you're even talking about? But she would channel it and just. But I'll tell you, in less than two hours, they stepped foot in one of the two places and cleared both places. And that place remained clear. One never revamped. And the main one stayed clear for over a year, almost two years. And then one night I got a call from her and she said, I think you're supposed to come and have dinner. I'm like, why? What do you mean? And she said, because I was by myself, the volume on my computer was down because everybody was asleep. And then all of a sudden something growled and said your name. So I started to laugh. I'm like, okay. So I came the next day and I got some takeout and I showed up. And and as soon as I came to the door, she opened the door and all you could hear upstairs was boom, 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 boom. And she went. <laughs> I was like, all right. So I went. I, I just smudged the house at that point because it was just, it was a really quick re-enter. It hadn't rooted itself. Nobody was that's you when know, you want to get there with it or doing yeah. anything. And I popped it out that night. Yeah. But I'll tell you, like, you're not, not always so lucky, you know, but that's, there's, there's so many stories. People like, you should write a book on this. It says, I, I, I don't have time. Number one, number two, <laughs> it's people's personal. I just
1: to, you have time to write. I know. I
0: don't have time, don't to, have do time anything, to read but, one, but I don't, I don't, want to take, I've always been given permission to go ahead, tell their story. A lot of people that you've seen a paranormal survivor, some of those seasons, I donate a lot of people to, yeah. to, to these shows. I mean, I think I practically filled, but they're doing a couple it of shows. Yeah. And
1: I'll
0: tell you something it- at this, that point, I don't know how comfortable I am and sharing somebody else's hardship.
1: It's, do you know what I mean? They want you to, it's one thing because maybe I know with some people, they've wanted to share it because it's happened to other people and to say, look, you can get through this. It won't, you know, it doesn't have to take care, like take over your life kind of thing. And I love that, but I don't think it's our story to tell.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, I I know. And, And you know what makes it really hard is I've, I've spent two decades working only malevolent cases because I think you either have a knack for it or you don't. It's you not either you know you just go full on and do it or you don't. Like we're all students in this field no matter how many to- how long we've been doing this, we're all students in this field and we're always learning. After 20 years I'm still learning. Every day I learn I learn something new. And it's similar. Everybody goes. Oh, a lot of these cases are the same. No, because the people are, the people are always different. That's how how their belief systems, their, yeah. their 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 faith, their mindsets. It's always different. Their experience everything. Yeah. You have to treat it differently. And no matter how many times I would experience or see certain things, I mean, we've had things you know come come to the house i've i've spent a good chunk of my life you know ha- you know having things come to the house trying to show up in advance because they always know before you even get there they know you know and it it's always unnerving no matter what no matter how many times you think you've seen it it's always unnerving period right so I don't know, but
1: <laughs> I I can't. I just personally don't want anything to do with it. Um, I believe that you're in a different circle of people when you when you work that as well. Um, especially the if you're talking about a the right of exorcism as as because I can only speak for the one for Catholic. I can't speak for yeah. anyone else. Then really do have experienced people who actually work in the church. You have to be seriously devout. And that mindset has to be there in the belief that this is going to work. And you also have to follow what the priest does or the bishop does beforehand. There's a type of cleansing of your body physically, mentally, spiritually. It's not something you just run over and they call you and you go, let's, it's not like the movies. They're not hitting that holy water and exercising this thing out. It's not like that. These things are set up and yeah. they're, they're pre-planned, which remember, they watch and they already know what you're going to do before you do it. So it is, it's on the mental level, I think it is so physically exhausting mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. why only certain people can do it. Not meaning mm-hmm. priests. I mean, people, he, we're human beings before you're a priest. That's right. So That's I, right. I feel that you're chosen, you know, just as anyone is chosen in this field to assist in demonic or assist in any means of, of mediumship. I believe that is a calling.
0: Mm-hmm. Exactly. I, yeah. I think I think anybody who can, and this is what people need to realize, and then I really want to talk about Malachi. <clears throat> but mm-hmm. what people need to realize is it's this it's far beyond just paranormal investigating because I've seen <clears throat> kudos to people who go in and, and investigate and 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 find answers, long forgotten answers in many cases, <laughs> or trying to move people onward and so on. When you're getting into really heavy stuff, we take chances with ourselves, with our families.
1: Huge risks.
0: It, it is. It's, it is a huge risk. Yeah. And, you know, I've had a family member victimized and, and you know, I, I won't even get into that. I've talked about it before. And that um, was really hard and humbling. I'll tell you, you know, you get in there, not that, that, you know, you get cocky, maybe overconfident because, you know, you're doing everything right for yourself. Like You're going in there, you're protecting the people on site. You're 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 protecting yourself, your team. You just don't like. I've always did it to a point where I left unscathed, except for one time, and I it got all time. at home, and and a family member got 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 literally went under a, a attack. You know, and at that point, it's so humbling when you realize the force of what does that play? And, and that is that. I think you, know? you just answered Jonathan's question. I'm going to say no, Jonathan. Um,
1: it's a weakest link and you're in this field. Um, you've experienced this. It's the weakest link. They will, it's like, let me put it to you this way, like the cartel. Okay. The cartel doesn't go after the person that, wronged them or you know whatever betrayed them they go after their family members they skin them they hang them upside down this is what evil does evil will not hurt you evil will hurt the ones you love to hurt you so that is your risk every time you go out and investigate that is the risk you're taking jonathan anyone who's with you is taking that risk of bringing it
0: um, home. and take that risk just going to like a haunted location with an attachment or, you know, if you have an addictive personality, they're going to amp up those addictions. So you cause harm to yourself. You have to understand the ultimate reward in all of this. This is what the, this is what the goal, why it happens. The goal here is soul energy. It's essence. So whether, you know, if you kill yourself or kill someone else and then kill yourself, that's a double whammy. So. (laughs) all right then <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i'm just telling you this is october double whammy <laughs> i don't know i don't understand that balloons. <laughs> but anyway wow um, i hope that doesn't weird. mean
1: a birth of a new case because we
0: don't need it but you know what it, it it's just at that point where you have to be super, super cautious. And with that being said, I really would like to talk about Malachi Martin. You want to open that?
1: Well, Malachi Martin helped a lot of people. And um, there's a lot of controversy about how he passed away, if it was accidental, Mm -hmm. or if um, it just finally got to him. And in Mm -hmm. fact, if you watch the documentary, as he leaves, the gentleman that Used to drive him. I don't remember their names because I'm terrible with names like in Ralph general. Was
0: Archie, wasn't it? No.
1: no. Um,
0: oh, no, it was another man. That's right. Yeah, was, the young yeah.
1: guy that, that always drove him to the case that yes, he would stay right. in his vehicle. He wasn't allowed to get out of his Jeep and he would stay and wait. And he said to him, um, for, you know, this so-called accident, I don't believe it was accidental. And people that worked with him and in his office do not believe it was accidental. Mm -hmm. I, you know, they, there's all this controversy about, did it come at him to end him because he was winning? See, when you're good and they can, they can't get to you, they're going to try and take you out. So you stop interfering on their food chain. And he mm-hmm. did say to this young man, this thing's going to get me. I have two ways that I'm going to die. I'm either going to live through, you know, be get sick and die, or this thing's going to get me. Mm-hmm. Fall off a stool, getting a book. Stool was clearly kicked, thrown kicked across out. the room. Yeah. No. And I've, shortly after the last, and I won't give away what the little girl said to him on that case. And the show is I called you Hostage.
0: To- Hostage to the devil. To the I believe, devil. Right? And there's a
1: yeah. yeah, there's a book as well, but it's a documentary film. And I won't say because I don't want to give it away.
0: No, it's, a, it's it's a fantastic film. It's, it's it really pin,
1: is it's pinnacle. Like it's it's just the the entire reason the words that come out of her mouth is the reason why he did what he did. So right. it's really important to see and hear her say that it's the last case he ever did, right. And uh it's important right. to understand it. And often what happens is it's the same entity that chases you case after case after case. That's why I said it would be interesting You're to chosen. see yeah. the priest who worked on and
0: if it came from somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I would completely I completely believe that. I do believe But uh, Ralph like Sergei did with with work with him. He did yes. work with him. Yeah. When you say, you know, they choose you, they they really do. And and I've Found out, and I'm not an exorcist, okay? But just to show you, like little old me, okay, this is what I can validate to that. There have been times when, for example, like the last story I just told about the the family I was dealing with, and when she called me and said something growled and came through and said your name. I've done radio interviews, and one time I was asked, "Do you think they know who you are?" And I just, I'm very humble. No, 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 no. You know, I know they know who I am. And that's not a good thing. That's not, that's not something to say with pride. That's something like having a bullseye on your back is what that is. There was a medium in the chat room. And I said, oh, no, I, I, I can't see that. I'm, I'm nothing really, you know, compared to people who are doing exorcisms and who are on the front lines. And she basically said, she goes, they know, oh, she goes, they know exactly who she is. And then there was whole conversation started and I could see the chat room. I was like, I could see this one. And I looked at it and it was very, very unnerving um, because I realized, you know, you, you get something's attention and that something is not the kind of attention that you want because they go to the way to make your life hell. And believe me, they, they do it. You're always, always, always on guard, always. Oh, and yeah. A lot of the similarities that I had seen through the different cases often made me wonder be dealing with maybe a same one. I don't know, but here's a comment. I, Hey Wayne. Hi
1: Wayne. How are you?
0: This is a great comment.
1: I love this. Cause I believe he said this on our show. once. he, did. he told us the story. And I, yes. I love this because it's so profound. Um, Wayne Murphy from Tribal Land says, listening to the stories as a young child, I always heard of the devil who danced with some of our elder women who didn't realize who it was until they looked down and saw the hoofs on this handsome stranger's feet. Talk about a scary case. It of reminds
0: me a little bit about, um, is it Leap, Leap Mansion in I Ireland? The same idea where um the devil came in to... to you know, on a stormy night and the family invited him in. This is going mm. back 1800s. Yes, yes,
1: yes. And yes.
0: the same idea that, you know, he was trying to woo the, the young daughter. And then when she looked down at his feet, she could see hooves, and she was never the same again. I believe like she, she was locked up in a room. She just sort of went. So that is really, really profound. Oof, um, yeah. And here's also really good, a good point as well.
1: Uh, Yes, Chris says, demons might know your name, but so does St. Michael, so does Christ, so does Mary. For every demon that knows your name, there are a thousand angels that are protecting you. Absolutely.
0: Agreed. You have to,
1: and that's the whole thing, is mindset. And when someone's afraid, they don't unfortunately think of St. Michael or a protection in their life or a belief in their life because they are frozen in fear. There's a lot to be said about those words. There's a reason why people can work as paramedics, as firemen, as policemen, because they are not frozen in fear. It's the same thing with this field.
0: Mm-hmm. The
1: reason why they can, well, a lot of people can work it, but can't. But the reason why the ones that really help and are good at this is because they are not frozen in, feel, in fear. They mm-hmm. can stop, pause, and reach out for light. And it's...
0: Time and space is irrelevant to them.
1: Yeah, Definitely. Mm -hmm. Um, if with the Annalise, I just want to say one last thing, um, with Annalise, when, when the, he finally gets all their names, if you recall, if you've seen it or you've read about it, every name that came out of that tiny little body, um, God rest your soul in peace. I'm, you know, every, every name that came out of her was the greatest tragedy in history. From the Bible all the way through all the tragedies were these demons behind these great things, Cain and Abel, um, the the, the great 300, like everything that came through there Mm -hmm. was the demon that drove these huge evil entities, kind of like Hitler.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, so you
1: hear these things coming out and when you know these names, which I don't repeat, but when you know these names, you're like, holy mother, you know.
0: Well, do you remember we worked a case and I, I can't get into the specifics um, because it's, 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 it's a whole other show, but we worked a case in Ohio and mm. th- that entity came forward and said, I walked behind Christ when he carried the cross.
1: Try listening to that.
0: Try
1: well, hearing. I, ha- that. I have
0: I have recordings of this yeah. guy. And he sounded immense and old, ancient. And the 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 ta- he spoke in Aramaic. And it was just like ground chattering. Seriously. Yeah. I don't know if you've don't heard that.
1: Me, don't tell me that. When people say to me about spirit boxes and voices and recording, oh, it's picking up sound waves. That wasn't a sound wave.
0: Well, that was thou that, that thing was on the recording that the family yeah. caught. Yeah. So they were cleansing their house. They weren't communicating with it. No, but I'm saying they to people listening. Yeah. Yeah. They were videotaping, um, they were videotaping the the, the family members smudging the house. And this thing was talking the whole time. And then choice. finally it yeah. blurted that out so loud. And it was like, it sounded like it was right beside the person.
1: Then that's who was how video recording it was. The smudging.
0: They were yeah. documenting, right. They weren't communicating with anything. They were just praying and they were smudging and they were praying in prayer. No, they were prayer. not,
1: they were very devout. They were not they were very, very at all. devout. Yeah. No. You know,
0: so, I mean, it's that's just, a
1: scary thing to hear. Um, because that's that's hugely ancient, and you know that's big. That's not just some, you it know, just, there's there's sounded, different levels. That's it, not it just something on the ground floor that comes from a Ouija old. board. This isn't something that comes from a Ouija board. This is I something ha- that came before Earth was even here.
0: I'll tell you, I've got oh dozens and I've 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 got probably two or three hundred EVPs. And some of them bearing in mind the type of work that I've committed to doing, you know, especially early days when I'm on site doing EVPs, you know, I I don't go on site to do them now. Um, But at the time, I mean, I'm being called every name in the book. I'm being growled at. I'm being, you know, like, Oh my God, every, every name in the book.
1: You never turned. forget that first growl, right? Like that first one, you don't forget that
0: one. Oh, the first the first time I ever heard something like that, I was speaking with a, a, a person who home I investigated. And she said, one second, um, the postal person is here. I've got, I just got to go give them this, this letter because I don't want to miss it. I'm like, okay. So she put the phone down and on the table and all of a sudden i hear her go down the back stairs because it was, it was a big old edwardian house she went down the back the old servant stairs so they're very crickety and, blah, 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 and the yeah. distance down, i knew she went down there the window was open it was summertime i could hear her talking outside all of a sudden her dogs went completely out of control and it sounded like something grabbed the phone And it went, it was growling, breathing. And I'm going, I know it's not the dog. It's in my mind. (laughs) (laughs) not the dog, right? The dog's still barking its face off. And and it basically came through and called me an F and C. I was so, I'd never heard anything like that in real time in my life. The best I could come up with was, you're such a potty mouth. I could not do any better than potty mouth at the time i learned over time i'm like yeah yeah yeah, whatever like i don't care i won't give it to him but that's the best i could do and it kind of went like it's still growling but i don't think i knew how to respond anymore no i knew how to respond to it
1: because they're trying to egg you on i know yeah and
0: and it didn't work um with that but i was i was taken aback for sure i was just like yeah um, never provoke anything like that oh heck no so she came back upstairs because you hear those dogs barking is your no, I like picked up your phone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> say on the matter. Oh, so,
1: you know, so it's all about intimidation.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. They they're bullies. For and sure. the more
1: intimidation you get means the more you're, you're what you're doing is is pushing them away. Yes. So the, the weaker, the more frustrated, the more they come at you. Station ID time. Yes. I forgot all about that stuff, I you know, know, because I've been away. I, even today, I'm like, I'm talking to Michelle and, and I'm like, mm, I think I need to get ready. Never mind. I almost <laughs> forgot to send the link. Oh, it, oh sh- yeah. Well, I could understand that. It's, been, it's been, a while. been a while. It's been a while. Okay, let's get to it and let's get that beautiful cup out of the coffee that we all love. And because I haven't been here in a while, I'm going to say "folders, Folgers, Folgers a million times. Folgers. You are listening to The Outer Realm with Michelle DeRoche and Amelia Pizzano, coming to you live from the beautiful city of New Orleans on 105.3 and 107.7 FM, as well as we're on the Roku channel. Hello, everybody out there watching on Roku. We're streaming live and we're archived there. Please remember to share us with your friends. It's Spooky Oct. October. So tonight we have an open mic and we are discussing everything from exorcisms to a great new purchase that was just out on pop culture TV, which is a little bit bizarre. And we've been been sharing stories with everybody in chat, which is phenomenal. And that's why you should be joining chat when you're live with us. If you're just tuning in now and you're like, oh my gosh, I worried I've worried i missed it, don't worry about it because you can stream our archives on any platform you normally use. Remember to click like and subscribe so you don't miss an episode and don't forget to share us with our friends and family. If I don't say that, Tamara will kill me. To the wonderful people of Folgers Coffee, Folgers, Folgers, Folgers in your cup for your continued support. In sponsoring our show from the beginning we deeply appreciate you and we want to thank you again and again for your continued support we wouldn't be here without you our fabulous banner and promo media thank you steve mcginnis horror illustrator fantastic artist steve creates commissioned pieces as well and he can be found on facebook so you can contact him if you're looking for something he does everything loving our intro because we do and we love the man behind it thank you to dr snick the sonic surgeon justin Snicker, award-winning composer vocalist and musician you can find his music on amazon and bandcamp stream him on any platform and i'm telling you right now if you go look up dr snick on instagram and i've put him in my stories He's got the Halloween collection out that he keeps dropping little clips and videos. You don't want to miss it. You want to be the cool one on the block during Halloween? You want Dr. Snick's music. Now, if you are watching us on Facebook Live right now or YouTube, make sure to give us a like, subscribe, and don't forget to share us with your friends and family.
0: Wow, there we go yeah okay uh we had a question i'm just okay to get it. okay right here okay jonathan um jonathan says have you
1: ever heard an entity laugh through with your bare ears i was working at home and heard it right behind me i have never done an evp i don't think i ever want to
0: yes I've, many times i've heard them just with with my my naked ear my bare ear many times i'd and be it's concerned about place. it at home i was at home a couple times uh yeah. a lot of times when i'm on site but yeah a couple times it was one time um just at the manor actually something was growling in the kitchen and i was in a rush to get uh get out of the house and like i'm always in a rush to get out of the house <laughs> and it growled at me and i went i don't care and i just kept going and th- that was you know probably back in um I don't know, 2018. Like it was way back there.
1: It was know? before
0: we met, because I remember yeah, you ta- sharing yeah.
1: that story with me the first yeah, time. I know. Yeah.
0: It was funny.
1: We spent eight hours in a
0: restaurant. We did. It was we met for lunch and had dinner. Wine and, Yeah. Dinner.
1: And Michelle's like, I got people at my house. I need to go.
0: Wine dinner and <laughs> stories. Yeah, it's true. I did. <laughs> it's like, like, oh my gosh. Continuing God. on.
1: <laughs> Wayne, it's so good to see you. Uh great to see. <laughs> And hear you all again. The second part is during the Great Depression. My father told me this story. When these two men were on a horse-drawn wagon and on logging road and one said he needed to go into the woods to go to the bathroom. Upon coming to the bar that was for mostly Native American peoples, both were very poor as it was the depression. The one who went to the woods when he got into the bar had pocket full of coins. The other asked, "How did you get that money?" Uh, As a young and
0: as a young man,
1: yeah, it cut off. As a young man, I have met with an elder woman who told me she had danced with the devil that night.
0: Yeah, that that's that's crazy. (sighs) I love that story. Wow, Wayne, (laughs) there's a lot
1: of horror there.
0: Wow. Um, Yes, when I said potty mouth, I guess I was acknowledging it um because i was shocked <laughs> yeah there's on a the pers- phone you don't expect it it's the first time i had ever heard something come through a phone or i i would hear it on recordings and investigations and things like that but i'd never heard something come out directly at me and communicate to me like that so i was just like oh you know so that was pretty much an acknowledgement. so don't do that at home kids. No, do that anywhere actually, but like, that's
1: like well, that comes from Early in, days, that's, yeah. That's how you know because you experienced it and you, I was you starting it. like
0: 2006 or 2005, so early days for me, yeah. You know, early days for me, so boy, oh boy, yeah, a whole lot of uh live and learn moments for sure. But there's,
1: there's no perfect formula, um, even though pop culture and paranormal shows want to tell you that there isn't one there's Mm -hmm. so many variables to the i don't want to call it a case but to the experience that's happening to these people Mm -hmm. there's so many variables michelle says it all the time whether it's their mindset their religion is someone unwell is someone on medication all these questions have to be answered it really is an investigation before a deliverance
0: Mm -hmm. it's true it's true, and you know what? Uh, I don't want people to to go out. You know, I mean, it is the season, and it is, and I don't want people to be afraid to go out because they think, "Oh boy, this is what I'm going to come across." Remember, this was my choice, and this was my area of work and research. And I say area of work and research because I still research. I do it differently, but I'm still learning. You can never go in there with the attitude that you know everything because you you really we have no clue the forces that are out there. Even a benign human spirit who is grounded here can get mad enough to do something to try to get your attention. It's, you know, and because and are still people, but I think um oh yeah, I I think people. Just need to be, to show due diligence all the time. Be aware of your surroundings. Um, Wayne.
1: Uh, Yeah, Wayne says that was the same house that I visited and woke up at 7am with the bed I was sleeping in, moving out from the wall about 10 inches and then back to the wall. (laughs) Let me tell you something. If you want to read a really good series during this time, you need to get Wayne Mallows' series, <laughs> The Vampire Tales. How can they get that book, those books? WayneMallows.com.
0: There you go. Right there. That and is a perfect
1: time perfect to read it, is right years. now. My gosh. That's right. Yes.
0: That's right. Yes. Exactly. So uh, before we get on to, to, you know, maybe setting the stage with cool movies. Um, let's just talk for a few minutes about what to do when you, you know, because it is a season. So, what can you do to protect yourself? Where can you go to, um, you know, get into the spirit, so to speak? Um, Ground check your local libraries, check the local newspapers, go or you know, go online, see which events are, you know, putting or, or see which venues are putting on events. Most towns. Or nearby areas will have ghost tours or ghost walks, or you can might have an event. Oh, we're having, you know, a haunted event. Um, you know, come on out, it'll cost you this much, and you can come in and investigate the house with us, or they'll give a talk at a local library. I used to do all kinds of talks at local libraries. Even I used to even get asked to co-speak at um, homes for the aged. So I would go in, had all these old people who were just so into it. And then they would always pull me aside and give me even better stories from them. Yeah, but why not? In. Like they oh, just, I
1: love it. They have their own experiences. So they're they just do. older. Yeah. I know. It They probably have better ones. It was
0: awesome. I love that.
1: They probably have better ones because they lived through really trying times, oh, right? Oh, my gosh.
0: But yeah. you get the history of the area, too, It's just cool. Because I, I got a lot from, you know, the city that I was in. I'm like, no kidding. I had no freaking idea that was a thing. It was amazing. There are a lot of places that will will have events. So, how can you protect yourself? Any ideas? Bubbles. You no, for to go? me.
1: Oh, I thought you were waiting for them to uh, grounding. Good night, yeah. Jonathan. Good to see you. Good night, Jonathan. <laughs> have a good night. <laughs> yeah, uh, grounding is a big one. Um, I I feel that the more you know about the place and the better prepared you are the better experience you will have and the less chance of anything going wrong. There's no guarantees nothing will happen, you know, because mm-hmm. we all drop our shields or our walls at one point or another, especially if we're having fun or a little bit of a fright. I'm not afraid of any many things, but I get startled very damn easily. Like if you go boof and come from behind me, I will jump. But mm-hmm. if something's coming at me, it's a different being thing. Being startled,
0: I think, is a bit different. It's than different being than being frightened. afraid. I, I start yeah. easily, but I'm pretty fearless on an average.
1: Yeah, I'm general. really. I think we're both that way. We're really strong and in control in really bad situations. And mm-hmm. and like I said, pr- like uh, paramedics, police officers, firemen—they're mm-hmm. all the frontline workers. They're all like that. Right. Um, nurses, you're you're you have to be able to think through what's going on. You can't panic. Mm-hmm. That's the key. Mm-hmm. Your mindset is everything. We say that over and over and over. Yes, and like don't, don't go into a it.
0: place doing what some people do on TV. Don't go in challenging anything. Be respectful. Yeah.
1: yeah. Just be don't respectful. talk to anything.
0: <laughs> talk to anything. No, no. But don't talk I, I, I mean, to anything. Listen to the history. If you're going to go into an event, you should be told the history of the area. You should be able to um, listen to the stories that they're telling you about the spirits of the home or the activity, the experiences, just go in and be respectful. First off, you'll get more. You know, if you're meant to be that person, you're going to get more. Don't you think you're going to go in and start being all bossy and big person and demanding this and that chances are, you're not going to get anything because if they have their choice to deal with people, if you're dealing with something negative, they're going to be, Okay, challenge accepted. Mm. And then you may have a bigger problem after the fact. But if you're dealing with a benign spirit, I wouldn't be talking to some a hole. If I was dead, I'd be (laughs) talking. I love that, whatever it is. And it's the
1: one symbol she hates the
0: most. (laughs) I know. I don't know. I don't know. The birthday. Okay, that
1: I get because you made the symbol, but the birthday balloons. I'm still trying to figure that one out. I don't
0: out. even know, honestly. Um,
1: I think after I read this this comment <laughs> that Wayne says, we you <laughs> need to talk to people about mimics okay. because this happens at investigations and it's something you need to know about. If you uh, Wayne says, if you come up behind Michelle and startle her, you're going to wake up on the ground. Do you notice? I will have to agree with him. She attacked
0: me with my own book. I didn't attack you. I hit you (laughs) by accident. It was a reflex. He started me and I just, it was a reflex. Why do you tell people that? Did
1: you ever do, did you ever take kickboxing?
0: No, but I probably should.
1: Because kickboxing's like that. When you kickbox for a few years, your reflexes are so on
0: alert. I, have I would fast hit reflexes. I
1: would hit John like like it was crazy yeah. as it was I'm crazy fast as stuff. On the yeah. reflex.
0: Yeah. Okay. Mimics.
1: I'm quick to I'm quick to hit. I'm just gonna say that now. If you come up from I'm quick to do this. So small
0: but mean. Yeah, but um, I'm quick.
1: Yeah. Um, um, mimics, yes. Mimics. Yes. Okay. Well don't don't say come home with me, little boy
0: then maybe you don't have a little boy yes this is where people sometimes go wrong they'll go to a location thinking that they're communicating with a small child or a benign spirit and this is where children are often targeted because they're easy to um they're easy to manipulate right so just remember if you're dealing with a child there's always going to be something off a normal a little child's going to be shy on average And you may have one that will play with you. Just be leery. Honestly, if you're not with a medium, you should be. (laughs) Because a lot of really malevolent entities that people call demonic or just plain malevolent can easily mimic the actions, the voice, and the appearance of anything. Be it an animal, be it an adult, be it a child. A child is easy because people feel at ease Mm -hmm. with a child. More so than anything,
1: your guard comes down.
0: Exactly, exactly. Your guard comes down. Yes, exactly.
1: Um, just like why do you think so many um child 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 abductors use the puppy thing? Because the guard comes down on the child. Right. He's no longer a stranger. He's got a cute puppy somewhere. And he needs help. A little boy needs help. A little girl needs help. Mm-hmm. A child. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tamara says, answering ghosts is like picking up the phone and not knowing who is at the other end, and you cannot confirm this, so it's best not to answer. Communication
0: devices are big with that, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, well. and Wayne says, a mimic, from my understanding, is a demon playing a loved one or something benign? Absolutely.
0: Yes, yes. Doppelganger
1: is something a little bit different. I mean, they are mimicking someone, but there's a whole, just to address Chris, mm-hmm. there's a whole other reason for a doppelganger. And there's stories and different, I don't know if they're myths or if they're stories that if you see your doppelganger, then you're going to pass away or something like that. Mm -hmm. I don't know much about them. Michelle would have to address that. No,
0: that's pretty much the, the, the old wives tale for sure. Yeah. But now it doesn't mean that that's the case, but um
1: no, because Phil Syracusa said that he had seen him yeah.
0: and um and he's still with us and he's on horse flat protocols every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern.
1: Yeah, but, absolutely. And um also um oh my god, Rob bestie's his one of his people on his team saw him and it wasn't him. Right. And he's still he's still out there. Right. So yeah, right. but there's just, I, I, there's so much to there's, I almost feel like it's almost like, um, slender Red. Like there's so much to doppelganger. You don't really, mm-hmm. there's not a lot of stories about people's experiences as there are stories about what they are.
0: Mm-hmm. I've had it happen. Mm-hmm. I bet you in all the years I've been doing this maybe five times. And one was a child. And the parent was very concerned because the boy yeah. came home from school and said, I saw myself today. That's and mom was just like, thankfully mom was versed and went. What? Yeah. And, and messaged me and said, I need to make sure that this, this theory is just a theory and nothing more because this is what happened. It's quite terrifying.
1: Mm, it's you actually know. kind of like um, segue into movies. The film mirrors. <laughs> I was just about to say, okay, the, go. The, the film. The film mirrors. The yes. doppelganger comes in and works from the mirror That's side right. of the spiritual Which is world.
0: freaky. If you yeah. think about it, because mirrors are actually portals, right? Yeah. Or they can create portals.
1: I didn't put that on my list, but it is a really great film.
0: It is. This it is the is. time of
1: year where even if I have to stay up till 5 o'clock in the morning, I will watch one film almost every day. Right. <laughs> but I only... It's terrible because I put that post out and I said, Michelle, I'd really love to discuss some of these movies because one thing I noticed when going through a lot of titles that almost every real experience that's been documented and, and created into, you know, a horror genre or however you want to put it with Hollywood have started with a Ouija board.
0: You're not wrong. (laughs) The <laughs> Lorraine Warren always said, I, th- I think, um, one of the worst cases they ever worked um, started because of a Ouija board. Yeah. And what? the
1: Exorcist started with the Ouija board. It was That's with right. his aunt. So, right. you know, the Exorcist, um, the, and it, and you have to look at the time that those boards are really popular as well in the 70s, because it was marketed as a game board at that mm-hmm. time when Parker Brothers took it over. Right. So they would actually say, oh, like, you know, oh, they're playing the game. Playing, a game, it's not a game, honey.
0: No, it's true. It's true. Yeah. So, again, I think it comes down to intention.
1: hmm Absolutely, because now we know you can communicate through anything.
0: Mm-hmm. Do you like my
1: cheese board I sent? The picture of the cheese board I sent? Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. (laughs) It's not just, you know, Ouija boards, which you can create yourself, even through like a cheese platter. Um, But
1: (laughs) I don't know how well it would work because you'd eat all the olives and I'd have the pickles down. So I think there would be nothing left over. And there was only one piece of bread on that damn thing.
0: I don't know. So that would be it. But you can do it with spirit boards. You could do it with ghost boxes. You could do it with voice recorders. You could do it with phone apps. Um, I think it, again, it comes down to intention. If you are asking even pendulums, I worked a case that was really bad, started with a pendulum. She thought she was talking to her mom and that was not the case. So I think that the intention of wanting and inviting communication, however you do it is, was where things like this go wrong.
1: Can I take a a shot at my own culture? Yeah. When you said pendulum, the Italians will take wedding rings, put them on a gold chain and spin them on, use it as a pendulum while their crucifix is hanging from there over the person's hand to tell them if they're going to have girls or boys, but they don't believe that you should have anything to do with the occults. So I'm just going to put that out there because of all the years of torment that I took from a lot of people. This is something that you people that have said something about what I do, your mothers have done.
0: So remember, <laughs> that, next time, <laughs> remember that next
1: time that that is dousing and that is pendulum that is working. That the energy is well. <laughs> yes. So let's just be careful what we yeah. say is green when it's blue. But anyways, right. I just okay. had to get it out there. As soon as you said pendulum, I went, I, I could see that gold chain with my aunt. But yeah. <laughs>
0: okay, so let's let's tackle another movie. We'll try to squeeze a couple in.
1: Okay. well, we discussed all about um, we discussed all about, Annalise a lot on her. Malachi has the documentary Father of Marth, the Pope's Exorcist. Yes, that's a that's
0: fantastic a great film. One. Fantastic see, to me film. that's the best kind of Halloween is spooky month, is watching crazy spooky movies. Yeah, not gore slasher movies. No, don't no, no, do it no, for no. me.
1: You From won't see Halloween movies. on those lists. No, I want to see yeah. yeah, something that has some kind Netflix of Netflix has the whole Halloween it. section. Yes, mm-hmm. and of course, Michelle's favorite and mine, the 1982 version of the entity which was based on a true story and has actual footage in the film from the University of Pennsylvania, which you know, as Penn state in the paranormal world. That's right. So, um, yeah. And the right, the right is a phenomenal Anthony Hopkins. And it tells a true story of a young man becoming a priest and questioning himself. And it is his story of how he went to, he was called, to go to the Vatican to learn to become an exorcist because they felt he had that calling and that gift.
0: But you so. see what happened when he lost his faith? Yes. And a, did you did you see they yeah. had,
1: and I'm going to tell you this is a true story. I'm not lying. And you will see in the background when he's at the airport, the Icelandic incident that happened um, in Iceland there when they, when they had the, uh, oh my gosh, I can't even find the words for it. There was that natural disaster that happened in Iceland. Okay. So that's in the background on the TV screen while he's uh-huh. on the phone at the airport. Wow. I'm just telling you, like, this is when yeah. it happened. This is in the last 20 years. Okay. So this right. is really fresh. Uh, yeah. Chris, you saw the the Pope's exorcist. You weren't impressed. Well, maybe because the CGI is at the end, but it is a true story. And if it wasn't for Father Gabriel and Marth, we would not have... Um, we would not have what we have today as the school uh, at the Vatican mm-hmm. that is teaching religious leaders and deliverance ministers all over the world, not
0: just Catholics. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it's nice that they've opened up to deliverance yeah, ministers as You're well. going
1: to always have some form of CGI, especially right now, and some mm-hmm. kind of little silliness because it's mm-hmm. part of entertainment world. It can't. Um, I'm friends with Andrea Perrin. I can tell you The Conjuring is not her story. And she has said it over and over again. So mm-hmm. a lot of people love that movie. That is not her story. In fact, they couldn't even film it because it was that harsh. So it has to have some entertainment factor. It can't mm-hmm. freak the F out of everybody. Right, right. Because they're trying to sell tickets. It's it's about the money with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and our friend, who, um who is story is Deliver Us From Evil. You know, Mm -hmm. being a cop who didn't even have any faith at the time because of everything he had seen and how it affected him and how it came for him Mm -hmm. and later worked with
0: Malachi. Right. So, yeah. See, everything comes around full circle. What I liked about the rite is the fact, you know, that when the priest lost faith, he started losing faith because he lost someone. You know, he lost someone. Um, yeah, to, to the attachment to the demon, and he himself, because he let his guard down, got grabbed. <coughs>
1: I think the greatest exorcists of t- all times have had that experience. They, I think, it's the only way they learn. You know, yeah, it's, Ralph Sarch is a really good guy, um, but right. yeah, I, I think they, I think they. I believe that if we sat down with exorcists, I mean, you you see Bishop James Long. I mean, he's a good friend and you hear his story on the Legion of Exorcists and you're just like, holy cow. When you see it, they have been touched a certain way. And that's why I believe it's a calling that, you know, they get pulled and dragged because again, it goes back to this thing's always targeted you and why. Is it generational? Mm -hmm. That's a whole other show. Is it generational? Is it something that you came in contact with or was it something that your family did or centuries ago or did you touch someone and it transferred over there is a film called uh devil and they say that it's fake but she really is at this psych ward in Rome and we've talked about this before Mm -hmm. um and her name is Maria and you know she was assisting in a deliverance and that thing jumped into her so this is why they're selective and who is there. And you should think twice about offering, um, especially with the deliverance of Roman Catholic. Doesn't worry me because they
0: have their own people mm-hmm. and they're very particular of who's there. Now that you're on the internet, you have to be careful because there's, there's a lot of online courses and things like that. Some are very legitimate. Some, not so much. Most of them are money grabbers. Yeah. yeah. Have to just do your homework and, and um, you know, see what the best fit is for you, but just be prepared either way that you are better to prepare yourself because I didn't take any courses. I'm not a deliverance minister. I'm not an exorcist. Never have been, and learned the hard way with some things. And um, I'll tell you, you you either have to commit. You can't second guess. You second guess, you can leave yourself into some trouble.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he is, Chris. I've been friends with him for a long time. Yeah. Um, I, I, yeah. <laughs> and I, and I told Michelle that she needs to watch the film, the remake of the Omen and I'll tell you why, because a lot of people fight me on this one and say, Oh, but how do you remake? There are two remakes that I prefer. One is the Omen and one is Amityville horror. Why? Because they extend the story in the right. Omen after the wife dies, and I'm not giving anything away because everybody in this chat room have seen that film a hundred times. <laughs> he continues his journey to figure out what happened. So there's more to it. And I mean, Liv Shriver, come on. Why oh, yeah. wouldn't you watch it? <laughs> exactly. You know, like, I could just watch it for hours. Exactly. <laughs> he plays this role. Spec- he's spectacular in it. He's mm-hmm. convincing and he carries that film. Mm-hmm. So it's worth watching the omen remake. Right. Very impressed. Very impressed with that story. It takes a lot for me to say something like that because mm-hmm. I personally not a fan of horror films. Right. I think they're poorly done. But mm-hmm. this told the history behind that demon, and you keep following. You don't need to watch the original way and just watch the remake. Yeah. So good.
0: Yes. So yeah. We're at the top of the hour, guys, and um, it just flew by. (laughs) I know, always does. (laughs) They go by so quick, honestly. But yeah, you guys make it. Oh, I'm sorry, Wayne. Wow,
1: I ruined it for him. (laughs) I didn't know there was anybody who's never seen it.
0: <laughs> He'll forget. Okay. Don't worry. Yeah,
1: <laughs> wait a week. Been watching.
0: <laughs> and to you also, thank darling. You. Thank you.
1: <laughs> Great province of New Brunswick. How lucky are you?
0: Well, again, and have oh God end of the show already? But. Cheapers, i love when we do these and i'm gonna to try to squeak in another one <laughs> somewhere soon but anyway there's nothing like the halloween one you yeah. know month is always good um so guys thank you for tuning in you always make it that much better we love to interact with you um big thank you to full coffee who sponsor us tonight every night um, wonderful we appreciate you so very much and um we couldn't do it without you literally uh big thank you to dr snick justin snicker a big thank you to steve mcginnis thank you thank you if you guys want to see a specific guest maybe want to be a guest or see a certain topic on the show please email us at the outer realm contact at gmail.com that's the outer realm contact at gmail.com or go to our facebook page and click on the email button that will take you right to us as well Tomorrow afternoon, uh, for those who are interested, I'm going to be joining my good friend Victoria Benison on her show, which is right here in the United Public Radio Network. What time? What time? Called "Think with Vicky," and yes, um, yes just- yours truly is going to be here <laughs> on on the show. We're going to be talking about um, uh, you know different paranormal things, and um, you know. Whatever, I always talk about different paranormal things. It'll be a lot of fun because she does it with her own personal flair. Oh, and she's I'll, amazing. I'll be showing some of the pictures from uh, Romania because we'll be talking about, she wants to talk about my Transylvania trip. So we're going to discuss that. <gasps> it's going to be a lot of fun. She's just delightful. So it's 1 p.m. Eastern, it's noon Central. 9 a.m pacific time for your diehards out there that's early i know (laughs) tomorrow night though right here back on the outer realm we welcome back devora thunderbeat she was on a couple months ago a few weeks ago just amazing my first time and she's going to be discussing ancient Egypt and Sedona. And you did hear that, right? And she's going to have a show and tell. we got pictures. <gasps> anyway, the book is called Sedona Faces in the Rocks, Ancient Egypt Found in Sedona. So she's just a delightful, delightful human, period. And uh, it's going to be a really, a really amazing segment. So make sure you tune in. Until then, we shall see you guys tomorrow. Everybody behave. Good night.